With Hashem's deep love, you're listening to the 144th edition of the Daily Kabbalah Lesson. At the end of the previous lesson, we were speaking about the fact that the neshama, that level of the soul, the third level of the soul, ordinarily does not enter into the human body itself, but rather the sparks from that soul come down into the mind of the human being and help him to have a deeper understanding of Torah. We'll see more about that soon. But we said that Moshe ben Moses and Adam Arishan, the first man, they both experienced that the neshama was actually inside of their body. And that was why Moshe Rabbeinu, he was able to have a tremendous depth in the secrets, the deepest secrets of the Torah, as well as Adam Harishan, the first man, also had that incredible depth of understanding in regards to the secrets of the Torah. And Rav Ben-Sin Epstein mentions that Adam HaRishon, the first man, so he had an even higher level, because not only did he receive the neshama, the soul inside of his body, but he actually had the neshama of the neshama, which is the, the concept of the chaya, which is even a higher level of the soul. And that included, in a certain sense, not completely, but also included the neshama of the neshama, of the neshama, which is the concept of the yechida, the very, very highest level of the soul. So Adam HaRishon was able to merit an incredibly high revelation because all these different levels were actually inside of him. Now what's interesting is that Moshe Rabbeinu, says the Nefesh Chaim, Moses, since he had this level of the Neshama, that's why he was referred to as the Ish HaElokim, the man of God. What is the concept of the name Elokim? So Rav Ben-Sian Epstein brings from the Gra that he's explaining the verse, that says, The spirit of Elokim was floating upon the water. So this doesn't mean anything literal at all. Rather, we need to understand this in light of the deeper sources, what the deeper wisdom teaches us of the Torah. And the concept here, says the Gerah, is that Elokim, this name, always refers to something, a force, let's say, an angel, or anything else that does precisely, precisely what God wills. And there's no force going against the will of Hashem. So, I mean, this is how I understand what he's saying, that... If we look at an angel, so an angel exists in a plane of existence where all he knows, all he sees is God's existence. And therefore, he would never think, he would never have a hava amina, a first thought, he never entertain the possibility of doing something which is opposite of the will of God. Because he knows that as soon as he does something which is opposite of the will of God, he ceases to exist. However, we live on a plane of existence which is not elokus. It's nothing to do with God. We don't even see God's existence at all. It's very difficult to discern. So therefore, we can go against the will of God. But the angels are referred to in a certain sense as Elohim because they, of course, always do whatever God wills because all they see is God. All they see is the reality of His existence. So Elohim always refers to the concept that we see that someone is acting in line completely with God because he completely experiences God. So when we talk about Moshe ben Moses as being on a level of Isha Elohim, since he merited to have his neshama, this level of his soul inside of his body, so at that point, he was now Isha Elohim. Him. He was completely beholden to the will of God. He couldn't do anything which was opposite of the will of God because he completely experienced the fact that God exists and that God is constantly giving him existence. That's why he's referred to as Isha Elohim, the man of God. Now what's interesting, the Nefesh Chaim brings down is that the level of Neshama, the level of soul, which is the third level of the soul, which is above, again, Nefesh and Ruach, so that level actually exists within every single level of reality, meaning you have the lowest level of reality, which is Asiya, and then above that you have Yitzira, above that is Bria. So each of these levels actually contain, they're broken down again into the levels of Nernachi, Nefesh, Ruach, Neshama, Chaya, Yechida. So each of these levels contain each of these levels. We always have that in, in the 
deeper sources and the deeper concepts that every single concept, every single thing as we break it down is further broken down. For example, you have the Esther spheres, the ten uh, emanations from God. So each of the Esther spheres also consists of ten spheres as well. So basically, so what's the difference between each and every level? It just has to do with which part or which aspect of that level is more manifest. So let's say in the level of Asiya, which is the lowest level, so the lower levels are more manifest. Let's say the Nefesh in Asiya is more manifest. So that's what you see in the level of Asiya. In any event, in Asiya, you have the levels of Nefesh Ruch Neshama. In Yitzir, you have the levels of Nefesh Ruch Neshama. So Nefesh Chaim says that when you get to the level of Neshama in each of these levels of reality, so you've entered into the concept, the domain of Elokus, of godliness or unity with God's will, as we said before. Now, by the way, so Rabbi Benzian Epstein mentions that Moshe Rabbein, the fact that he was able to get to this unbelievable, exalted level like Adam HaRishon, it was Mamash it was literally a miracle, because it wasn't something that naturally would be able to happen. In fact, he brings the Joshua Saran that says that Moses, when he was trying to learn the Torah, so he would keep trying to learn, he would keep forgetting. He would learn, he would forget. He didn't have the ability naturally to be able to hold the information of the Torah. So Hashem made a nase, a miracle, and that's how he was able to reach this level. But the fact that he was able to get there was unnatural, and that's why the Torah says that there would never ever be a Navi, a prophet that would be like Moshe Rabbeinu, like Moses. Because it was a one-time event that HaKadosh Baruch Hashem gave this present to the Jewish people at their inception as a nation so that they'd be able to receive the Torah in the fullest possible way.